are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Guys, RegPacks launched in 2012, had their first million-dollar year in 2016. Today, we do over $10 million in revenue across 1,400 summer camps, after-school programs, NFL camps, things of that nature. Uh, each customer pays, on average, call it $7,000 per year across three lines of business. One is a percentage GMV. One's purchase protection when you buy tickets for your kids. If they get sick, you know you want your money back. And the other is a, a pure SaaS fee, right? 3 k per year on the SaaS fee per seat model. Scaling nicely, and they've done it all bootstrapped, which we love. Incredible growth here with a team of 30. So really high revenue per employee of 350 k Impressive story here. Hey, folks, my guest today is Asaf Drash. He is building a company called RegPax. It's regpax.com, which is registration and payment processing. Asaf, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, sure. All right. Registration and payment processing for what industry? So we are what you can call uh, like a Shopify for services. Um, basically, the service industry, mainly the service industry right now, we serve um, mainly education, um, camps, courses, after school programs, schools. Um, and we're expanding also to uh, to more industries as as we grow. Mm-hmm. And and I guess why do you intimately know this space as well? Did you have your own camp after school camp program before this, or how do you know about the problem? So actually, this is this is a nice story. Um, this all started when I was doing my PhD at Berkeley, and I was doing a PhD in computer science and built a system that has no constants in it. Everything's a variable. And as I was um, working on this, um, I asked myself, okay, what industry would need something like that? It's basically what is called the metaprogramming problem. Um, and as, as I was looking, I saw the service industry in general, and especially the education industry in the service industry, and it was extremely fragmented. And the reason that it's extremely fragmented is because it has a very unique need, a need for onboarding. Like when you when you... Um, register for a camp or for a course or for a university for a school, you need to onboard, right? Or for an event, a conference, doesn't matter. Anything that is based on on, on a service, you have to onboard. Unlike, you know, buying a pen or, or a computer. Um, and this onboarding creates this fragmentation in the market because every onboarding is different. And then I understood, okay, this, this solution that I created um, at Berkeley can actually work exactly for that because it can it can it can consolidate this type of fragmentation. Understood. And so, how do you how do you so like for an after camp or after school program that might use you? How do you make money? Do you charge them a flat fee, a percent of revenue? How do you make money? Um, there, there are actually two revenue streams here. One is the like the basic SaaS revenue stream, you know, paying for subscription seats. So every admin, and we have like levels of admin, and the other one is through the payment processing. We have um, very special deals with payment processors. And we offer um, to the end client a lot of uh, advantages working um, through us when they're, when they're processing their payments. And we take a share out of that. And how much? So if I put $100 through your program, what would you keep? If you put $100 uh, through the program, this, this most likely the organization would pay something like 
$2.30, and I would just keep 30, 30 cents out of that. Wow. Okay. The other, the other two bucks goes to what? To Visa, MasterCard, somebody else? Exactly. Interesting. Okay. So you're keeping, gosh, I mean, that's like, so you're keeping under one, you're keeping like 0.3% of your total GMV. Exactly. Okay. Um, interesting. Is there room to flex that up or is that sort of market rate? Um, there is room to flex that up. Um, and it really depends if you, if you want, we can go into it. Like it, there are situations where we actually make close to a percent. Okay. And it really depends on, on the type of card that is being used. If, if it's a enterprise card or if it's a debit card, if they're paying through ACH, the whole way that payments works is very complex. I know. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I know it's complex, but you would say your weight, your weighted average though, you would say is 0.3%. No, the weighted average is 1%. Oh, it is 1%. Okay, cool. It's got it. So if someone uses the perfect transaction card, so no Amex, you know, something super simple, right. Then you can earn, you know, as, as high as, uh, uh, you might take it. Sorry. If, if there's not a lot of credit card processing fees, you could take as much as 1%. If there's a lot of fees, depending on how the user or the ACH, you might take as little as 0.3%. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like, but if you ask about like the perfect, in the perfect situation, we could take like, you know, um, out of the 2.3%, we would take like 2.29. And, and what would that be? Would that be like a check ACH. mail then? Oh, ACH. Okay. <laughs> What about the, if you had to split these up, so look at your total revenue last month, what percent was SaaS versus payment processing, would you say? Uh, payment processing is about 40%. Okay. SaaS is 40%. And then we also offer a program called Purchase Protection for our uh, for the organizations, which uh, allows them to, the end user, to protect themselves against death, sickness, et cetera. And that's about 20% of our revenue. I don't understand that. So I spend I spend fifty bucks to buy the after camp, you know, program. I can go climbing through Yellowstone, and basically, I'm saying if I die between now when I when I purchase my ticket, when the hike starts, then I have protection. Yep. Basically, people care about that. So if I buy a ticket today to hike Yellowstone through your program, and the hike is in a week, I'm going to okay. pay something to prevent, like if I die, get a, get a refund. Um, if you're sending your kids to a camp that costs two thousand dollars a week, mm-hmm. you will protect them. Because if they're sick for one week, you're out of $2,000. Oh, I see. So that someone would pay 200 bucks where you'll refund the two grand. It's basically insurance. You'll refund the two grand if the kids are sick and can't go. Exactly. Oh, it I can see. be based on a week. Like if you take the kid to the camp for like uh, six weeks and only in one week they're sick, fine. You get on for that week. That's fine. I see. I see. Okay. And then if we just look at the SaaS component of your business, what does the average after school program or camp pay you per month to use the technology? Um, between 2K to 4K. Wow, per month? Per year. Oh, per year. Okay, got it, per year. And what do you price on? Is it number of courses offered, number of days in no, session? Or... just a seat. Just a seat. Just seat. Okay, so it's it's the number of camp counselors that need to, or the camp admins that need to well, use the software. The camp, it, it, like you have a full-time admin, which a full-time admin would be like uh, probably the, the director. Okay, then you would probably have client one or two financial admins, which would be the administrators that are sitting in the back office. And the counselors won't, will be free, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't need access to financial information and stuff like that. They only see the, uh, let's say, the camper information. I see. Um, I see. Actually, what I want to talk about, which is the most interesting part that Regpack does. 
Well, hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. Roll, uh, stop. Let me just finish up the economics here, and then we can go down the product roadmap for a second. Just to be clear, if you're doing about three k per year on the SaaS model, and that's forty percent. Do you make something like another three k on processing, and and then another call it like fifteen hundred on the purchase protection? So you're making something like seven k per customer per year, all in. Between seven to ten, yeah. Like okay. depends. Like you have clients that you make a hundred k off of them, and you have clients that you make like the basically the minimum you would make off the of clients is five. Yep. The max we have clients that we make 100, 150 off. Okay, okay. So now go down where you're going to go down. It sounds like a product feature. So I, one of the things that we introduced last year, which I think is the most important thing, that we, most interesting thing that we did, is that we brought um, we brought payment installments into the service industry, which is very similar to buy now, pay later, but without credit checks and without any financial risk for anybody. What we did is Okay, when when let's let's take the camp because that's like the easiest one to think about, right? When I'm registering my kid to the camp, normally I'm doing it on January, February, March, right? And then he's going to the camp probably in June or July. So there's there's a time span between the moment that I did the the registration or the application and the, and when the service is actually given. So what we did is we created an algorithm that is able to understand when the organization actually needs the money to serve that specific order. And we allow the the end user to pay in installments until that time. So for example, if I go in, I might see that I can pay in six installments. If you go in, you might see that you can you can pay nine installments, depending on what you ordered, depending on the time span and, and, and like how much the service is actually costing the organization. So what is happening is I go into the, the page um, to pay, and I see the ability to pay in installments. But unlike buy now, pay later, I don't need to do a credit check, and I am not creating any risk because it's connected to when the organization will actually need the money. Now, organizations that have implemented this new feature of automatic installments have seen a thirty percent revenue growth right by right off the bat just from implementing that. Because what happens if I'm a parent and I go in and I need to pay, I don't know, for five weeks, weeks, let's say 5000 I don't have $5,000 right now. So I'm going to wait another month or two when I have the money, right? Or yep. I'm going to put it on my credit card and then and then pay interest. Asaf, what's your markup? If the retail, if the wholesale price is five grand and you offer an installment plan, are they going to pay six grand total all in over $6,000 no, payments? pay only five grand. Okay, so who's associating with the risk if somebody only makes two payments and then goes broke and can't There's make the no rest risk. of the payment? That's the trick. Asaf, Asaf, listen to my question really quick. If a parent, I'm a parent, yeah. t- tells a camp, they buy through the camp website using your software, they pay three, mm-hmm. three grand, right? But I'm going to pay a bunch of payments of 500, okay? Yeah. My, I, my credit card shuts down or expires two payments in. The camp mm-hmm. has held a spot for me already, Right. And, and you have, you haven't delivered the full payments back to the camp for that, you know, the $500 per month. Who has that? That is real risk. Who has that risk on their balance sheet? That's no risk because you pay two payments, which you're not going to get back and the camp reopens the spot. So who keeps the money on the two payments already made? And it still has four months to fill that spot. So who keeps the two $500 payments I already made before I couldn't pay more? Basically the camp, unless they want to give it back. Do you require they give it back if they sell the seat to somebody else? I don't, we don't, we don't. We don't deal with that at all. That's between the camp and the parent. Which, by the way, we have 97% payments on the installment plans that go through completely. Only 3% of the payments don't go through. 
there's an aspect here though of time value of money, right? If the camp is able mm-hmm. to get five grand on Jan 1st versus June 1st, they have six extra months to invest the 5k to make the camp right. better. So why wouldn't right. they charge more if someone's on a payment plan? First of all, they can, but nobody does that because they can close their camp faster. And then they know that the camp is just done. Mm-hmm. If they if they know that they are fully booked in, I don't know, March, instead of continuing to spend marketing dollars until June, that's worth a lot more than doing a markup. I see, I see, I see. Okay, this makes a lot of sense. And sorry, just put this on a timeline for me. When did you first write the, the first lines of code for this? What year? Mm, I don't, like, when I actually wrote code that was not connected to Berkeley was 2012. Okay, so you launched the company in 2012, and how many customers today? Today we have um, about, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 1,500 organizations. 1,500 are actively paying you? Yes. Okay, so if we take that $7,000 ACV you gave earlier, average contra value per year, times 1,500, that would put you at $10.5 million a year in revenue. Is that accurate? Oh, yes. Are oh, you yes. sure? <laughs> Where are those I numbers wrong? I revenue, but I don't want to share because we're a well, private company. Well, but you've given me two numbers, right? And you've already said the two numbers. And average contract value times customer count should equal your revenue. So why would they not? Is your ACV actually lower than seven grand? No, because I said some of them are higher. Okay, so you're doing more than ten point five million per year right now in revenue. Correct. Okay, very cool. Congratulations. That's exciting. Have you how have you capitalized the business? Bootstrapped or raised capital? Totally bootstrapped. Never that's, taken a dollar. That's great. Um, what's the team look like today? How many folks full time? Full time, we have thirty people. Th- okay, thirty. I mean, that's sorry. Just to, it's very that, efficient. Yes. Yeah. So, how have you got? I mean, that's three hundred fifty thousand dollars in revenue per employee. Most bootstrap companies at your stage are doing something like a, like two hundred k in revenue per employee. So, how are you so efficient? Are these like cheap engineers somewhere overseas, or how do you get the efficiency? We have very, very good engineers, but very few of them. Okay, that didn't answer my question. So, so how, <laughs> where do you get the fit? You're, you're generating almost 2x the average revenue per employee as others in your same spot. How are you getting that extra efficiency? Because the people that are, are first of all, we, we do a lot of automation. We're very data oriented. Uh, most of the people that are in the company are Berkeley grads. So we know, you know how to look at data and how to make sure that things are efficient. That's one. Two, we build the software in a way that there's very little um, development debt. So the features that we build or the updates that we do are minimal right now. So we're mm-hmm. focusing mainly on marketing and sales. Um, our support is, is extremely efficient. We're using AI for support. We're using the ability to, to um, we have this tier structure where we use different tiers based on, on the client income that they create. And based on that, we understand um, who needs to get answered faster. And that way, we're making sure that the clients that are generating the most revenue are always getting the best type of service and never leaving. Um, we have a, a another system that allows us to understand which clients are, there's a high probability of them churning or not. Okay, based on how they're using the system and what they're doing in the system. And then based on that, we make sure that the clients that there's a higher probability of them churning to we make sure that they are using the parts that they should be using. Like you, like I said, we're very efficient. Okay, and just to be clear, as we understand growth rate here, it's impressive bootstrapped. If, you, if you're at north of 10.5 million ARR today in revenue, where were you exactly one year ago? 
Um, what is that? Seven. Okay. So I mean, that's pretty great. So how did you get a 30, 40% year over year growth? Was it expanding into historical accounts or adding brand new customers altogether? Yeah. Well, I think it's both. Um, we've also, um, the product purchase protection has grown um, a lot in the last two years. Um, we have also, one of the things that is very unique in RegPack, which is very different than other softwares in this, uh, in this space, is that um, what happens uh, normally is that softwares are vertical specific. Okay, so for example, a, a, a school would use one software for the conference, one software for the camp, one software for the after school, et cetera, et cetera. Right now, what happens with RegPack because it's multi, it can work in multiple verticals. When you get a client, you start working with that organization to go into additional verticals for that organization. Now, once they have gone into two or three verticals, that's it. It's game over. They cannot leave. And why can't they leave? Because it's not about replacing RegPack for a different software. It's replacing RegPack for multiple softwares. And nobody's going to do that unless we're terrible, which we're mm-hmm. not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we grow within the organization, normally within different departments. They tell us like, oh, talk to that department. That has nothing to do with me, but they're recommending me. They're saying like, you know, Nathan, hey, you should use Redpack for, for the stuff that you do. So we go within the, the organization and we also, you know, have a very strong SEO and sales uh, mechanism. We have BDRs, we have outbound sales. How many folks carry a quota at Redpacks? How many folks? How many people? How many people carry a quota? Oh, um, what is that? Seven. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, and then I guess how many of the 30 are engineers? Two. Because you have two engineers. God, I guess I'm just shocked that two engineers have built a SaaS platform doing 10.5 million a year in revenue. It's all about the engineer. Makes, makes sense. And sorry. And just to be clear too. So the 7 million, I just want to make sure that's not like ticket volume. That's your, that's just your take rate, right? The two, the 0.3 to 2%. Should be much higher. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you, um, that's obviously a leading indicator for your growth. I mean, are, are you close to getting, you know, past the billion dollar per year mark in terms of GMV going to the platform? Not yet. No. If, is that thing, we'll something you think in it like next year or it's further out? I think it'll take like three years. Okay. Two years. La- yeah. Three years. All right. Two, it'll do two years. Last question before <laughs> we wrap up. Do you remember your first million dollar year? Uh, I remember my first month with six thousand dollars. <laughs> it was it was impressive. I was very happy. Um, the first million dollars, yes, I think it was on year four. Okay, so that would have been twenty sixteen. Yep. Oh, very cool. Um, and and I remember the first time I actually took a salary, which was in twenty nineteen. That's awesome. And a sole founder, or you have co-founders. Um, you can say a sole founder because the other co- co-founders have a small portion. Okay. But you own call it more than 60, 60, 70% of the company. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's wrap up here. Let's off with the famous five. Number one, your favorite book. My favorite book. It's actually, um, it's, it's, I don't know how it's called in English. It's God is in the details. Okay. Devil in the details. Yeah. Sorry. Is it God is in the details? God is in the details. All right, number- it's like it's 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 a love story that is connected also to I don't know how how the world works. You would say. Got it. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I think that um, Jeff Bezos is is very impressive. 
Number th- number three, what's your favorite online tool for building reg packs? For billing or building? Uh, D, building. Oh, building? Um, I don't use online tools, actually. I, I GitHub, also... GitLab. I mean, there's got to be some kind oh, yeah, of tools GitHub, you use. That, uh, GitHub, yeah, I guess. Okay. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? When I actually can sleep, then it's like five and a half hours. Um, when I can't sleep, it's three and a half. And situation, married, single kids? Married with two kids. Oh, that's great. And how old are you? Me? Yep. Yeah, I'm 50. 50. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, calling myself as 50. You're, you're what? Myself as a 50-year-old. Okay, for someone else who's listening to this episode who's 20 years old, what's a piece of life, life advice you'd give them? Everything is your life. Everything. Your family, your work, your workouts, your mental health. Um, everything is part of your life. Don't, don't split it up. Guys, RegPacks launched in 2012, had their first million-dollar year in 2016. Today, over, do over $10 million in revenue across 1,400 summer camps, after-school programs, NFL camps, things of that nature. Uh, that each customer pays on average about $7,000 per year across three lines of business. One is a percentage GMB. One's purchase protection when you buy tickets for your kids. If they get sick, you know you want your money back. And the other is a, a pure SaaS fee, right? 3 k per year on the SaaS fee per seat model. Scaling nicely. And they've done it all bootstrapped, which we love. Incredible growth here with a team of 30. So really high revenue per employee of 350 k Impressive story here, Asaf. Thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you.